It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Today's episode of Locked On MLB is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Lockdown MLB, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Today's episode is being dropped on the sixth day of April 2021, where we're going to be looking at one loss that was devastating to one team, one injury that is heartbreaking for all of baseball, one team can't seem to lose, and a team that I picked to win the division does not appear to know how to play the game of baseball. This show is available wherever you get your podcasts, and when you're staying at home during these interesting times, please be sure to tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked On MLB, or check out some of the other great shows of the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Scott Cullen. You could follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter. Same handle for Instagram. You could find me on Twitter at Sully Baseball, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. And hey, one last little self-serving note for me. If you did enjoy the in memoriam video that I produced for last week, please share it amongst your friends who are baseball fans who would appreciate it. I'd love to see it be passed around a little bit. Quite proud of the work I did on that. We do it every year, and um, I think this one turned out pretty well. So, speaking about turning out pretty well, um, <laughs> the face of baseball, the person who is the the star that we're hitching our hopes and dreams to, even if you aren't a San Diego Padres fan, you have to want Fernando Tatis Jr. to be healthy, even if you're rooting against the Padres, even if you don't like Fernando Tatis Jr. and you you know you also don't like ice cream and little puppy dogs and smiles and hugs, even if you are not for Fernando Tatis Jr., you have to want him to be healthy because the sport needs fun, 
young players, even if you're going to root against them. And you want to see the young players who are building the new faces of baseball to be healthy and playing their best. I mean, I mean, you would have to have that, right? I mean, even if you root against a player, I mean, think about players. You did you root against Conseco? Did you root against Kurt Schilling? Did you root against Reggie Jackson? Did you root against A. Rod? Did you root against Bonds? Maybe you rooted against all of them, but you have to want them to be healthy because you want to be beating them. I mean, it's the worst case scenario. If you want to beat them, don't you want them to? You beat them at full strength. You don't want to beat a team with a bunch of injured chumps. And baseball is better with their stars at full strength. Well, watching the Giants-Padres game, and Fernando Tatis Jr. took a swing and injured something. Now, at first, it looked like it was the hamate bone. That's what I was told. And I frantically Googled hamate bone, which apparently is a bone in the hand. Not the ham, but the hand. Evidently, he had a shoulder injury. Now, I'm just going by an article right now written by Tom Gatto on the Sporting News, where it says he suffered a scary-looking injury to his left shoulder Monday night. He left the game immediately, and it is not clear when he is going to return to action after the pitch by San Francisco's Anthony Discolfani. Now... There's a subligation, I don't know these words, this is not an episode of ER, of the shoulder, Uh, he had something pop out of his shoulder joint, okay? Now what you hope to do is pull a Mr. Miyagi and pop that shoulder back in, but uh, he's probably going to miss... You know, they're not sure. We're not sure how long he's going to miss. It's good. We have to see. Okay. Now, the general time frame, according to this article, is a couple of weeks, but it could be longer if he did damage to his ligaments and his tendons or his rotator cuff or some other part of that general part of the body. This is bad. This is bad because you don't want to see your stars injured. And here are the San Diego Padres, a team that I picked to win the World Series, potentially losing one of their stars even for a few weeks. Now, I remember when the one of my favorite stars of all time, which was Ken Griffey Jr., crashed into the wall, breaking his wrist in 1995. He was out for a significant amount of time, but came back in time to be a gigantic postseason hero in that remarkable run that the Seattle Mariners had. Maybe that's what we have going on with Tatis. I don't know. Neither do you. But look, at even if you're not a Padres fan, even if you're a diehard Dodger fan, even if you're like, oh, I don't want to see the Padres do piddly-poo this year, you've got to want to see Tatis get back. And I just was thinking, oh, get up. Get up, Tatis. Please. Please. But then I'm such a pessimist. Whenever anyone goes down to injury, my first thought is, oh, my God, their career is over. And, you know, sometimes I'm I'm the worst when I'm watching basketball and that happens. Anytime anyone is carried off the court in basketball, like, oh, my God, they're going to have to shoot them. 
his career is over. And then five minutes later, they're you know they're taped back up and coming in. So I'm I'm super pessimistic, but I'm really not here. Get up, get up. A um, couple interesting things have happened in baseball on Monday. Uh, Nelson Cruz powered the Twins to a 15-6 victory over the Tigers. It was actually not that close. The Tigers scored five garbage-time runs just to make it closer by the end. A pair of home runs and a double by Cruz. He just really has found his home in Minnesota. And you could very well see the Twins. I mean, the Twins have won the division the last couple of years, and I think that's going to be a razor-thin division race with Chicago. And the Twins have as much depth as anybody right now. But Cruz, man, he is just absolutely pounding the ball again. And that was just a wonderful free agent re-signing that Cruz is happy there and they're happy with him. Big, big, big win as the Twins continue to power their way in the Central. The White Sox shut out the Mariners. Yet another run, another hit for your man Mercedes, who is picking up the slack of Eloy Jimenez. And another big, big hit was by Giancarlo Stanton, who hit the longest home run of the year, a grand slam, as the Yankees uh, pounded the snot out of the Baltimore Orioles to show that those wins that they have Fenway may have been a fluke. Oh, by the way, the Red Sox finally won a game, and not only did they win a game, they absolutely trounced Tampa Bay 11-2, and it probably would have been worse if uh, Randy Orozarena didn't make a spectacular catch at one point. But the Red Sox got off the schneid, big hits by J.D. Martinez, big hits by Xander Bogarts, so you know the Red Sox are are, are not going to go zero in one hundred and sixty two. The A's might. The Oakland A's have not only lost; they've looked horrible. This is the worst start the A's have had in decades, and they've let up what eight runs every single game. They let up ten this on Monday in a ten to three loss to the Dodgers, and it frankly wasn't that close either. Like The A's scored all their runs when they were already down uh, 9-0. And uh, May pitched great. David Price came out of the bullpen, didn't particularly pitch well, but at that point it was garbage time. Puck pitched well out of the bullpen for the A's, but this was just, this was just disastrous. The team I picked to win the American League West that they don't even look like they're playing baseball. They look like they know how to play baseball. You should watch their highlights and set it to Yakety Sacks, which was the song that they played at the end of Benny Hill when Benny Hill was being chased around. Nice up-to-date reference here for Locked On MLB. But they just look atrocious. And again, I know it's early in the season, and I know that they're playing teams like Houston and they're playing teams like Los Angeles, but... It's never a good time to go 0-5 with a run differential of negative 33. I didn't think that was possible to have a negative 33 run differential only five games into the damn season. Gee, that, that just That's grotesque. And you know, Bob Melvin seems furious, and I don't blame him. 
I mean, this is a team that this is looking. Whether or not you agree with me that the A's were, I mean, they were the team that I picked to win the American League West, whether or not you agree with that pick, okay, or if you thought Houston or some other team was going to win, you, they, they aren't this. They're starting off worse than the 1988 Baltimore Orioles, who had the worst start in the history of baseball. But even they weren't letting up eight runs a game. This is horrific. So, you know, A's are going to end up playing the Dodgers. So, you know, this is not going to be uh, a walk in the park to win their first game. I mean, coming up to, you know, coming up tomorrow, they're going to be playing the A's. It's going to be Clayton Kershaw. You know? I mean, Kershaw is pitching. And Kershaw didn't pitch particularly well on opening day. And the Dodgers are, you know, I'm sure they'll pitch better. So I, I don't understand what's happening with the A's other than everything they're doing stinks. Everything they're doing stinks with a capital stinks. So, you know, bad news for Oakland. Hey, but really good news if you're an Astros hater, as the good fans in Anaheim threw an inflatable trash can and later a real trash can onto the field. Not that I endorse throwing anything on the field, but hey, give the Angels some credit. The Angels won again, another dramatic win. They had a very dramatic win on the Sunday night game against Chicago. And here they were. They're, they were down three runs before they even came to bat. And they were down 4 nothing in the fourth. And they were down in the, uh, what was this? It was a 5-3 to three going into the eighth inning. And they just got good at bat after good at bat. Otani got hit by a pitch. And... A couple of lousy defensive plays by the Astros. And next thing you know, they scored four runs. And the final score was 7-6. And so, you know, the Angels, who I have been super hard on the Angels, trashing them for potentially wasting the prime of Mike Trout, well, they're off to a 4-1 start right now. They're off to a 4-1 start, and Mike Trout is... Big time leading the way on this team. He got another team. He got on base four times, including a home run, his first home run of the year. He's currently batting 400 with an OPS of 1.275. And you know what? I give the Angels credit. They're winning games against not exactly chump like teams. So. It was an interesting night. There's one other big game I want to bring up. But it was an interesting night. And, you know, good good on the Angels for putting together this team and making some of the adjustments. They made adjustments with their lineup and they made adjustments with their bullpen. They kind of popped the hood. They made the right call. And who knows? They could be a contender. And if they go in, they get the right parts down the stretch. It could help that engine run. And speaking about getting the right parts to have your engine run, let's talk about rockauto.com. You know, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing their prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. And rockauto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. 
Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection and reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need are at rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, I'm going to be doing the Sunday request. I'm moving it to Tuesday to the Tuesday request, uh, mainly because during the regular season, it's best for everybody if I do the show Monday through Friday. Uh, you know, partly because, you know, of, for the ads that we're selling and also for my own personal sanity. Uh, but I will do one quick Tuesday request. We've got a lot we're trying to cover today. Uh, it's it's going to go directly to something I want to talk about. Dr. Kankles, at Dr. Kankles. <laughs> Jeez. God bless how that name came about. Uh, Jeff F., that's worse to say than Dr. Kankles, wrote me, are the Phillies going 162-0? and Well, at this pace, they are. You know, the way they're playing, they are. And I have to say, of all the teams off to a good start, the Phillies in many ways are the most intriguing to me. The reason the most intriguing to me is they won those first three games against the Atlanta Braves. And they did so with wonderful pitching from Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, and Zach Eflin. And their bullpen did not let up a run in the entire series. And they got a couple of key hits. JT Realmoto got some hits. Easy for you to say. Adam Hazley, who I'd never heard of until I was just going through the games. You know, they got some Andrew Knapp, got a big home run. You know, they played very, very well against the Atlanta Braves. Off they go to the Mets. And the Mets are, because of the COVID crisis, they get to start Jacob deGrom in game one. And just so we all know that our lives are getting back to normal and that there's been some sanity place back in the world, the Mets totally blew a wonderful start by Jacob deGrom. deGrom pitched six strong innings, letting up only three hits and two walks, striking out seven, no runs, dominated the way that he always does. He was taken out, but, you know, I, I'm not going to kill him for taking him out because it's early in the season. Um, now granted, DeGrom only threw 77 pitches. He probably could have gone another inning. But Castro pitched a solid seventh inning. So it, the lead wasn't blown in the seventh. The lead was blown in the eighth as May and Loop were disastrous. Um, May let up uh, two hits and a walk. Loop came in, hit a batter, let up a hit. There were uh, a pair of unearned runs. Actually, there were three unearned runs in that eighth inning, that disastrous eighth inning. The Phillies scored five runs the entire game, all of them in the eighth inning. That's awful. That That's awful. Moore didn't get out of the fourth as he let up a bunch of, he let up four hits and four walks. But Kinsler, Coonrod, Brogdon, and Alvarado 
shut down the Mets for or actually they didn't there was uh Alvarado let up one run in the ninth inning, but they had three runs to play with at that point. And of course, you know, that there wasn't it wasn't like they did it on a massive home run. It was just chip, 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 bad play, error, hit batsman. It it was a terrible loss for the Mets. Terrible. And I again I know it's early, but you know, you're gonna get what, 30 starts out of DeGrom? Chances are 25 of them are going to be great. you got to win those games. I mean, once again, DeGrom is not getting victories in games where he's pitching extraordinarily well. There was something that I saw on... Uh, on the the Twitterverse, where where was it? I'm gonna I'm gonna oh here it is. It's a tweet that I saw that was posted by Michael Mayer at Michael Mayer twenty two, and he got this information from uh, at Sport Info twenty four seven. Okay, I'm quoting it. It says Jacob Degrom now has thirteen career no decisions with six innings pitched. And zero runs allowed. Thirteen times he got no decision where he went at least six innings and didn't let up a run. Only Justin Verlander has more of those in the history of baseball. DeGrom has 13. Verlander has 15. But Verlander has 270 more starts than Jacob DeGrom. This is unprecedented lack of support. Now, while this is a gut punch for the New York Mets to blow a game like this, this is a very encouraging moment for the Philadelphia Phillies, a team that was uh, considered a dark horse for contending in the National League East, have come out with a very, very tough start of the schedule with three games against the Braves, three games against the Mets, three more games against the Braves, and three more games against the Mets. And so far, of that bunch, they're 4-0. Okay? Now, what is that? That is, they're going to have 3, 6, 10. They're going to have 13 games against Atlanta and New York to start the season. Okay? And they've won the first four of them. And for a team that needs to, you know, that wants to contend and knows that they're not the odds-on favorite to contend, to come out of the gate super strong the way that they have, again, you can't go wrong with that. It's better to build upon that. And so will they go 162-0? I'm guessing not. I'm guessing at one point, Dr. Kankles, Philadelphia will lose a game. But the fact that we're four games into this and you're thinking, well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. As I said about their team that also used to play in Philadelphia, that is the Athletics, how I said that there's no good time to lose four in a row, and now it's five in a row. There's no good time to lose five in a row. There's no bad time to win four in a row. There's no time where, well, I wish they were doing this at another time of the year. No, no. Let's see what happens. And the encouraging thing for Philadelphia fans is they're doing this against in-division rivals, 
And they're doing it with good pitching. And is that a sign of hope for 2021? It very well could be. It very well could be. Now, does this mean that you should be betting on the Philadelphia Phillies left and right? Well, I'm not going to tell you what to do. But if you are going to put on a bet, go to Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on your sports action. You know, you've got the college basketball is over, but you've got the NBA, you've got the NHL, you've got Major League Baseball. They're all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is your online sportsbook expert. Promo code LOCKEDON. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Fantasy Baseball Addicts, you now have a new resource to give you an advantage in your league, Locked On Fantasy Baseball. It's a daily fantasy baseball podcast hosted by veteran fantasy analyst Scott Cullen, who uses data and nearly two decades of fantasy baseball experience to offer the strategies and waiver wire pickups that lead the league wins. Follow Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, well, it is now Tuesday morning, if you're listening to this podcast, and I think it's time to take a look at what's coming up today. Do we have a full slate of games? We might, Rabbit, you might. We have games that are coming up, and let's take a look to see, you know, what we have looking forward to us, and hopefully there'll be at least some positive news about Fernando Tatis Jr. On today, which is April 6th, Got an early game between the Twins and the Tigers. Jay Happ is going to be throwing for the Minnesota Twins against Mize. Mize, of course, was a big prospect early draft pick for the Tigers. And the Twins are hoping to build on the massive slapping around they did of the Tigers on Monday as they want to build up a division lead. Now, meanwhile, the Braves, who have not won a game yet, are supposedly going to play against the Nationals, who haven't played a game yet. Because of all the COVID scares, we had Scherzer pitching against Smiley in that game. We have a day game here in here in Southern California as the Astros and the Angels are locking Antlers again. Bundy is throwing for the Angels. Grinky, who was wonderful against Oakland, is going. Those two teams are now 4-1. and one. Garrett Cole, my pick to win the American League Cy Young Award, is going to be throwing against the Baltimore Orioles, who are throwing Kramer up there. Miley and Cahill are the matchup between the Reds and the Pirates. The Reds are off to a 3-1 and one start. And, again, teams like that, it can only help to get off to a good start. The Cardinals are going to be throwing Gant against Alcantara, who pitched a really wonderful game his first time out for the Marlins. Stroman's going for the Mets. Anderson going for the Phillies. 
Will the Mets score for Stroman, or will the Phillies continue their quest for 162-0? Martin Perez is going to be throwing for the Red Sox against Tyler Glasnow, who was terrific at his first start. The Red Sox finally won a game. They're going to see if they can make it two in a row against the defending American League champs. The Cubs and the Brewers are throwing, and the Cubs are off to a solid 3-1 start, which may throw a monkey wrench in their design to trade three-quarters of their team away at the trade deadline. The Blue Jays and the Rangers, you know, the only thing making the Rangers look remotely good is the fact that the A's have been playing worse than them. The Rangers' pitching staff so far has been atrocious, but Dunning's making his first start of the year. Tanner Roark is going for the Blue Jays, who I think still play in Toronto. I'm not 100% sure. Marquez is going for the Rockies and against the Arizona Diamondbacks, two teams off to a lousy start. One of them has to win tomorrow, right? One of them will get their second win. The Padres, probably without Fernando Tatis for at least a few weeks, are going to be throwing Hugh Darvish. I predict Hugh Darvish will throw the first no-hitter by a San Diego Padres pitcher in franchise history. That's my my gentle prediction. Lucas Giolito, the White Sox, Cy Young hopeful, is going to be taking the mound in Seattle against Paxton, who's making his return to Seattle. And then the Dodgers and the A's. The A's are looking to, at this point, be decent. I don't think they're going to, I think they're going to fall to 0-6 against Clayton Kershaw. But yeah, at this point, the goal has to be Look like a competent major league team. That is the Everest that they hope to climb. So, follow us on the Audacity app if you use that for your podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Wondering if the Philadelphia Phillies are going to run the table, go 162 and 0. You know what? In order to do that, you have to first win your first four. This has been Lockdown MLB for the sixth day of April 2021. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Lockdown podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.